Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hope all is well with you and yours, for this is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I know we say that every single week. It's not a cliche, amen, but it's something that we look forward to. It's something that, I don't know about you, after you've been through life all week and all the things you go through, the ups and the downs, but nonetheless, we still here. And us as believers, that's when we come together, Lord, to be in the power of the Lord. Lord and of his presence and in his might and in his strength. And I'm just grateful, grateful, grateful to him from whom all blessings flow. And I'm just so grateful to be here on today. And without any further ado, we're not going to hold it up any a little bit. We're going to just go right into what God is giving us. Amen. And we're going to turn Sister Harris loose um, here, right here. So she go right into um, what God has given her to help us celebrate and bring us into on that on today. Sister Harris is on you. Yeah. 
Trust you, Jesus. We trust you, Lord. We trust you, Jesus. We trust you, Lord. We trust you, Jesus. We trust you, Jesus, I'll serve you. 
of Jesus. You're a healer, Lord. You're a healer, Jesus. You're a healer, Lord. You healed us, Jesus. We trust you, Jesus. How many of you need to put your trust in them? I trust you, Lord. I trust you, Jesus. Trust you, Lord, and with my whole heart, I'll trust, I'll trust you, Lord, no matter what it looks like, no matter what it seems like, with my whole heart, I'll trust, I got trust you, Lord, with my whole heart, I'll trust you, Lord, only trust him, only trust him, only trust him right now, only trust Trust me. 
What's coming is better. What's coming is better. What's coming is better than what's been. What's coming is better. What's coming is better. What's coming is better than what's been, no matter what it looks like. What's coming is better. What's coming is better. What's coming is better than what's been, if you will only trust me. you know this morning we have to trust him we have to trust and know that he is our God that he knows all and he sees all how many of you know you just gotta trust him trust him trust him as we go into this holiday season I know many of us don't know what's coming and what's going but we just trust him and I know in all my trust and in all that he's called us to do that we are to trust the Bible tells us to pray without ceasing, that we are to seek him day in and day out and night and day and just continue to go forth in that path and know that he has us in the palm of his hand. Let us pray on this morning. Oh, Lord, and the Father, Lord, we come to you this morning. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you for another day that we have not seen before. Lord, we thank you, Lord, you for rising up this morning, starting us in our right mind. We thank you for the activity of our limbs. We thank you for clothes on our back, shoes on our feet, Lord, food in our stomachs, oh, God. 
And Lord, we just honor you, Lord, you're in this place, Lord, we honor you in this space, Lord. We honor you to know that you are our God, that you are our peace, that you are our strength, and that you are our love, oh God. And we thank you for that in the name of Jesus, Lord. And we just honor you for that. And Lord, we praise your name, Lord. And I ask that you continue to help us, oh God, to go forward, Lord, and go into the highways and the byways and compel them to come. And, Lord, we thank you for that, Lord, and we love you for that, Lord, and we praise your name for that, Lord, and we give your name all the honor and all the praise, Lord Jesus, for it belongs to you and you alone, Lord Jesus. We want to say we thank you. And, Lord, we love you, Lord Jesus, and we just praise you, Lord, for you're so good to us. Lord, you're better to us than we've been to ourselves. And we just said we're grateful, 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 grateful. How many of you are just grateful to know that he is Jehovah Jireh, that he is our provider, that he's Jehovah Nisi, that he fights our battles. He's Jehovah Sikadu, he's God Almighty. And I honor him on this day. I honor him. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. On this day, Lord, and we thank you, Lord. Watch up and keep the sick. Lord Jesus, those are sick and shut in, oh God. Watch up and keep them, oh God. Love on them, Lord. Bless them, oh God. Keep them, oh God. And Lord, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for all that you've done and all that you continue to do for us, oh God, as you take us and bring us, Lord Jesus, to and fro, Lord Jesus, where you would have us to go, what you would have us to do, what you would have us to say, and how you would have us to pray, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, for all these things of others in the powerful name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen, amen, amen. For we know this one know thing this one. and we know this to be true that we walk by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah. I apologize this morning. We have a little echo thing going on here. I'm not quite sure what that is. Amen. But nonetheless, I guess we'll figure it out here in a second or two. But God is good and we're just so grateful to Him from whom all blessings flow. How many of you are just grateful to be here on today? I don't know about you, but you could have been anywhere else. And therefore, I am just grateful, grateful, grateful that you are here with us, amen, here in the Safe House Church, amen, for our God has just been so good to us, he's been better to us, and we definitely have been to ourselves, and we're grateful for that, we're grateful for that, I don't know what's going on with my echo here, but nonetheless, um, if this is your first time at the Safe House Church, we want to say good morning, and, and welcome to the Safe House Church of Greensboro, North Carolina, my name is Dr. Peter Ely, and I have the distinct pleasure to serve as pastor here at the Safe House Church. And we're just so grateful to you for um, coming. You know, like I said, you could have been anywhere else, but you chose to be here. So I do believe there is a word from the Lord for you on this day. And as we go forward on this morning, we want to share that word with you. For God has been good to us. He's been better to us than we've been to ourselves. And for that, we want to say thank you. For that, we want to say we praise him. For that, we want to say we're just so grateful, grateful to him from whom all blessings flow. For he didn't have to do it, but he did. And I am grateful. I don't know if we have any birthdays to celebrate, but I know some of that has had a birthday this week. So, therefore, we want to say happy birthday to you. Um, we are grateful to God for you seeing another birthday, amen, another day that you have not seen before, another year that you have not seen before, amen. And we're just grateful to God for all his traveling mercy and his blessings upon us, amen. I don't know about you, but I had an absolute full week last week. It seemed like every day I was being pulled into something or something else I had to do or somewhere else I had to be. But nonetheless, I'm just grateful that God has given us the energy and the strength and the ability to do that. And not only just do that, but do that but to represent the kingdom, amen. And everything we do that we represent the kingdom. I don't know about you, but I'm on 24-7. And we all are on 24-7. We are always, so to speak, auditioning or always representing 
God, our King doesn't mean that we always get it right or we always get it wrong, amen. But there's a life of consistency that we're all aiming towards. I don't know about you, but I am aiming for consistency, you know, and consistency to me meaning that I got it right a lot more than I got it wrong, amen. And I'm grateful to live a life of consistency. This is what God is calling us to do as we continue to finish up the year of rehope. I don't know about you all, but has God not made room for you on this year? Amen. Remember the um, hope with me that God make it room. And I don't know about you, but he's made room for me, my talents and things. And God has allowed us to be recognized in many different areas. This 2023 has been um, professionally an amazing year. Amen. Um, an amazing year um, professionally. Um, personally, you know, things are you know, always amazing, right? Because it's amazing to be alive and to be healthy and to be able to talk and walk and do all these things that we are so often take for granted. But be able to do it in a professional space, amen, it's just um, nothing short of amazing. And I'm grateful um, to you from whom I'll bless, um, God from whom I'll bless this flow, amen. I see others are commenting in the chats, amen, that God has been good to them as well, amen. And as we move forward on this year, remember we talk about next year or going into this, which we have already started, that we're being deeply invested. And being deeply invested is going to cause us to stretch. It's going to cause us to go beyond where we've been before. It's going to cause us really to rely on our faith even more heavily, you know, as the Bible and we teach and we preach here that we walk by faith and not by sight. And that's not an easy thing by any stretch of the imagination because sometimes you go and you're not sure. Sometimes you go when you're scared. Sometimes you go when you, you, you don't have any other fact, but no other choice but to go. But nonetheless, you go. And I am grateful for God for that he's undergirding us and he's keeping us. Amen. You know, it's often said that the um, the enemy to progress is um, current or past success. And that what one is satisfied with what they have done before. And since they're satisfied with what they've done before, then it's hard for them to leave because it's uh, I've been very good at this and I've been very good at that. I've been reading a book here lately. It's called, they said, what got you here won't get you there. Amen. What got you here will not get you there. And simply what they're saying is simply this, is that when God has called you to the next level of your anointing, when he's called you to the next level of marketplace ministry, when he's called you to the next level of investment, the next level of relationships, the next level of professionalism, what you're going to find sometimes is that the things that you relied on, it doesn't mean that you change who you are, but you're still who you are. But then he takes you up to another level of security, another level of understanding, another level of maturity another level of professionalism and i don't know about you i know i have some some rough edges but we know there was a song we used to sing that smooth out the rough edges amen and i don't know about you that we all have some rough edges we all have some things that can be knocked off we all have some things that we can be better about we all have some things that we struggle with amen we all have our bouts of things that we fight with. I don't know about you, but, you know, things come and go. Sometimes, you know, some of you are fighting loneliness. You can be married and be lonely. Amen. Then some of you are fighting things inside your own head of anxiety and depression. And, and a lot of people for this time of the year, is a, it's, it's, they struggle with because they, they can't do exactly what they would desire to do. Amen. Or, how, or go where they desire to go. But I'm here to tell you that it's all good. And God has you. And he has not forgotten you. If he said that. 
that he would do it, that it shall come to pass. I don't know about you, but I want to encourage someone on this morning to know that he has not forgotten you. If he said that he's going to do it, it's going to come to pass. But make sure that he said that he was going to do it. Not, it was just something you dreamed about, something that you thought was just nice to do, or something you just felt that was the right thing to do or was a good thing. But make sure that you are falling in the courts to him because if you fall in the courts to him, he is obligated by his word to do exactly what he said he's going to do. Now, here's the thing. You don't know exactly when he's going to do it. You don't know if he's going to do it today or tomorrow. He's already done it. But I'm here to tell you today that most of these things have already already been set in motion and all we got to do is continue to walk the walk and talk the talk and go where he's called us to go to say what he's called us to say to be who he's called us to be to do what he's called us to do to run that walk and see to the end of what it's going to be amen and i for one am encouraged and i am just just overwhelmed with gratitude and humility for all that he's done and what he's done for the safe house church and what he's done for the people in it in particular hey man i can't wait to maybe in the new year we'll do a testimony service and i want to give you all some of the ability to uh testify to the goodness of god and what he has done for you amen because the bible says we're overcome by the power of our testimony and sometimes some of us find ourselves in a place that we feeling sorry for ourselves or we wondering this or we wondering that and then sometimes god has got to allow you to see somebody else and you look that you know you look at them and you look at what you've been through and then you start to realize how good god has been to you no you didn't get everything you want no it didn't happen when you wanted it to happen but nonetheless you are still here you are still moving you're still thriving you're still going forward i don't know about you but i am not a survivor i'm an overcomer because i overcome what it's not just that they survive but they thrive hallelujah glory to his name that i am thriving in this space amen and no one is going to tell me anything different because i'm a child of the king amen amen i want to give honor to first lady felicia ely who's my wife amen my family and all those back um here that support me and do the work that we do and all our members of the safe house church there is a word from the lord on today i do believe that i want to share with you i won't be before you very very long i don't think but you know every time i say that it end up being something different so i'm careful um what i say when i say that in regards to that but nonetheless we'll let the lord have his way he said, he said it's okay okay yeah that's the thing about being here it ain't like being in the church see i can see you when you walk out of church but you ain't gonna walk out of here <laughs> but in, in, in social media all i know is maybe a, a number go down or I, I just see a little light go off amen that you walked away but you can get away a little bit easier in this format amen but nonetheless god is good and i'm just so grateful for he's wonderful and he's so good and he's so kind and he's just his grace and mercy endure for all generations. Amen. I ask that you are praying my strength on the Lord. Pray for me as your pastor. Amen. This is not an easy job. Amen. It's a lot of responsibility. There's a lot of of um, sleep. I ain't going to say sleepless nights, but there is some concern and worry because um, my heart is um, with you all to make sure. And, and, it, and there's some, you know, obviously a lot of personal sacrifice. Amen. But nonetheless, God is taking care of me and he's 
done that and it's asked that he continue to take care of me so i do need your prayers amen prayers for my health amen as well as my mental sanctity and all the other things that go in with that amen but we're just grateful grateful for god is good and he's worthy to be praised um like i said i don't think we have any birthdays that we need to celebrate i don't think i got anything else nobody else has said anything so we're gonna move right into what i believe god has given us to him today so as we continue we talked about this last month well, we go into next year is that we are moving from the year of Rehoboth that God is making room into the year of deeply invested. What God is calling for us on this next year, I do believe that he's calling more of commitment from us. Amen. We've done enough. We've gotten by. We did okay. But there is another level of anointing that he desires to put on our life. There's another level of consistency that he desires to put on our life. Another level of dedication. Amen. And if we invest during this time season that the next year, not only financially and other stuff and business-wise, but next year is a year of investment. Don't look for a ton of of return amen hear me hear me well don't look for a ton of return some of you stock stuff might take a little time but amen i'm watching mine because what this is a year of investment when do you invest you invest when things are chaotic you invest when things go down you think invest when things are chaotic and when things go down if you think about it now we're in the point that we're about to be in the election year and so during the election years that stuff can you know, go up and down and all kinds of stuff is controlled by the way people feel. It doesn't necessarily mean that money's being made or money's being lost, but how people feel that those stock markets and things run off of people's feelings, amen, and that's why they're so hard to predict and so hard to control because you cannot control how a human being feels, amen. You can just say one message and have one intent and it comes out another way to them or it comes across another way to them and now you got something completely different. This is why you and I have to rely on God to control people's hearts and minds. Amen. Hallelujah. Did y'all catch that? That we have to rely on God's hearts to control um, God's wisdom to control hearts and minds because whatever I said, I could have said this with this with the greatest intent. I could have said this to, for this to speak in health and speak in life to you. And I can say this that you know that you were gonna prosper and somebody walked away with it that I said that it was hell and damnation, that you want good and that you was in this and you was in that and now we're in the day of the thirty five and forty second sound bite that somebody would take that same sound bite now and forget all the other message and all the other things that you had to say and all the other positivity you had to say all the uplifting that you had to say all the pushing forward that you have to give and they take that one thing because people are people amen and i'm learning more and more each every day sometimes the best thing to do is to shut your mouth sometimes it's you know as much as you want to be a help or you want to encourage somebody sometimes you just don't even you get you get to the point now that you don't even do it i see it in social media and i see it with the people we work with and the people that we are surround sometimes you just can't say anything because you're scared that you're going to say the wrong thing even when you have the right intent and the right heart because you don't know how things are going to be received and this is why i'm understanding more and more every day and i'm telling you that what we have to rely on god to be able to speak to those things and say those things and and live through those things why because we do not control the hearts of men but the bible says that he holds the king's heart in his hand and he turned it whichever way he may so he knows how to turn it he knows how to make sure that they receive it right with the intent that you have sent it to the, the intent that you sent it out or however god desired to hit amen so this is why the bible said cash your cares for he cares for you this is why sometimes it seems like it's stupid stuff or dumb stuff that god asked you to do and then you do it and then it seemed to work out because the bible said 
you know, um, that even the birds of the air that he take care of. So certainly he's going to take care of you and I. So this is why he's asking us to do things out of obedience. As long as we do things out of obedience, what you're going to find is there are a number of things that, that seem like it was not going to work out. Does work out in our favor. Why? Because we've been obedient. And because we're obedient, then he has a way that they line up. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me go right into it. I also want to say... Congratulations to the Austin family, which they have a, another baby. I think her name is Aziel. Don't get me messing up names because love you. And he will tear some names up. But I want to say um, um, congratulations to them on their new baby, that sister um, Haywood's um, grandbaby, and also Sister Jordan's and Brother Jordan's um, niece. Amen. And we are grateful that God has allowed mother and, and family to be doing well. All right, so let's move right into uh, I want to go today, the book of Exodus. And we're going to have two chapters that we're going to go into. We're in the book of Exodus. We're going to go to Exodus, the 26th chapter, verse 31 through 34. Exodus chapter 26, 31 through 34. Then we're going to be moving from there to Hebrews 10, 19 through 21. I'm going to give you the opportunity to get there when I get this sip of water. Mm. Hallelujah. Exodus 26, 31 through 34. Then we'll go to Hebrews 10, 19 through 22. All right. I'm going to share screen with you guys. Let me see if I can find it here. Yeah, I think this is it. All right. Here we go. This in for you a little bit. All right. All right, and it says, and it says this, and it says, and thou shalt make bars of shittim. I want nineteen. I'm sorry, I stopped it. Did I have a I think I had it on the right one. Oh, 26 and 31. Yeah, 26 31. I had it right. Yeah. Here we go. And thou shalt make a veil of blue and purple and scarlet and fine twine linen of cunning work. With sherbrums shall it be made. Okay. And thou shalt hang it upon four pillars of shittim wood. Overlaid with gold, their hooks shall be of gold, upon the four sockets of silver. And thou shalt hang up the veil under the thatches, that thou mightest bring in thither within the veil of the ark of the testimony, and the veil shall divide unto you between the holy place and the most holy. Say it with me, it shall divide unto you. Between the holy place and the most holy. Let's go over to Hebrews. Hebrews, the 13th, I mean, the, the 10th chapter, and we want to start at verse number 19. Hebrews, the 10th chapter, and we want to start at verse number 19. And it says this Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiness by the blood of Jesus. By a new and living way, which he hath consecrated for us, through the veil, 
that is said um, that is to say his flesh and having a high priest over the house of God let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water so let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. For he is faithful that promised. He is faithful that promised. If you go back with me, and I want to use a subject this morning to talk to you for a little bit on today is moving beyond the veil. Moving beyond the veil. Ask your neighbor this morning, do they want to move beyond the veil? Moving beyond the veil. All right, here we go. So let's talk about this veil here. So here in the Bible times, you find that now these are the priests and they're setting up the the holies of the holies and the inner court, amen. And if you notice everything, when you go back and you look in the Old Testament, the Old Testament, we know it's a book of history. It gives us distinct history. In some instances, it's very specific. And then there's some instances where it's kind of vague. And what they here they're doing is they're giving the instruction that they were given to the priesthood to build this um this holy of holies amen where the ark of the covenant would sit and in between them they gave them very specific instructions that you notice the blue and the scarlet and the purple and the and the veil that veil that all these colors meant something and they meant something to them and they were given very specific instructions on how they were to build them and this was what a place where god would go and be amen that they would sit the ark of the covenant there with the mercy seat and all the things of the ark amen that everybody just couldn't go here you had to be a certain type of person to be able to go here there were things that you have to have in your life that would for you to go here that you know not everybody was invited here you had to be typically of the priesthood amen you had to be of a certain family amen you had to have certain rites and rituals that you have gone through there's certain adornment and certain clothes that you would have to wear and there were certain things that you were asked to do and there were certain things that you were asked to abstain from because when you went to the holies of the holies amen you was going typically sometimes to atone the sins of others amen but you was going more importantly to go talk mm -hmm. and visit with god what this represents us is that this veil was a separation, amen. That was a separation that it kept us from God directly, amen. And and what we find is that this veil, number one, provides us with a sense of protection. So number one I want to talk about today is protection. So the veil itself in, in essence is a protector. The veil protects us, amen. So that we cannot see God's face, God himself face to face because what we were not worthy amen there was things that was in our lives there are things that keep us from going to the next level if you think about it in terms of things that you've done and things that you do i don't know about you but every now and then i might suffer from the imposter syndrome i may even suffer from this and be like lord why am i here and i'm not worthy to be here oh god lord i'm not worthy to be able to do this then there's some who are the others who are just on the other side of this that they feel that they're worthy and they and they that they can go forward and, they, and do all these things but what i'm telling you today is that you cannot be guessing on this thing you better know because if you go past this veil amen if you go past this point 
during this time period that one would surely die if he was not ready. If each one would surely die, if they were not available. One would surely die if they were not going in there with the right intent and they had themselves consecrated right. If they had themselves washed of the lamb, amen. If they didn't have themselves sacrificed right, if they won't coming in for the right things, then what? That one could not see God face to face. So a veil of a veil of protection, amen. And that it protected one from one from him, so that his glory was so imminent intimate. his glory was so powerful his glory was so strong his his might was so great that we only could see him through the veil amen because without that you know then we would be utterly destroyed so the veil itself initially starts out as protection when i think about some things when you and i first start out in our walk when we first started out as children there were things that we were told that we couldn't and couldn't do why because it was for your protection it didn't necessarily mean that that thing that you was told not to do was a bad thing amen it was not necessarily mean the thing that you wanted to do was something that was evil god it was sinister it was something but it was something there what that we as adults were telling you not to do to protect you amen we was telling you because you didn't understand the rights and the responsibilities of the thing that you were dealing with or the thing that you was about to walk into the thing that you was about to impart take on for instance, like we tell you, and we often, you know, tell our children here that, you know, sex is what? For married people, amen. The reason for that, because we're not just not sex is not good, because the Bible says that sex is good. I mean, he gave it to us for us to reproduce, amen, to connect and, and be with one another, but more in particular, though, that sex outside of marriage is problematic, amen. There's some distinct instructions that are there. Why? It's to protect your heart, to protect your body, to be able to keep you from catching diseases and all kinds of things and having your heart all broke up and all kinds of stuff that one runs into when they are out in that world doing that kind of thing. And it keeps you from being festered and being busted and disgusted and all kinds of stuff. So God has what their protections, their things that are put in place that are there for a time period but it doesn't mean that they're temporary. In the beginning here that he gives the veil and the veil here is being given that where the veil is to protect them is to keep them, amen, to keep them from going beyond a certain point. Why? Because they are not ready to see him, amen. If you go on into the book of Hebrews, when we read into the Hebrews, he talks about now that what that this veil is now being torn if you know anything and you go back through the resurrection of christ and when christ died it said when christ died that the veil was torn from the bottom up if i remember correctly amen and that veil being torn meaning that now what is being separated so there's what no more veil between you and i but what we find sometimes brothers and sisters that we still find ourselves at a point that we won't go beyond the veil amen because the going beyond the veil is going to require a little bit more of you because going beyond the veil is going to require you to step up a little bit more it's going to require you to walk how you, to watch how you talk around other people. But going to upon the um, bad, beyond the veil is going to require you to invest a little bit more of your finances, oh God. And going beyond the veil is going to require you to do some things that you've never done before. It's going to require you to pray a little harder. It's going to require you to invest a little bit more of your time and in your effort and spend more time with Him and understand Him and pray with Him and learn His ways, Amen. And that means that you're going to deny yourself, Amen. That that what sometimes going beyond the veil requires you to do more than you want to do. Amen. That there are times that you just want to sit down and say, I just want this moment for myself. But going beyond the veil says that what that this moment is not yours. Amen. That indeed that you do have this moment because I gave you this moment and I gave you this moment so that you can use this moment to be able to help somebody else. Amen. Because going beyond the veil means that I'm not going to be a, you know selfish. Amen. But I'm going to give of myself and I'm going to give myself away because I know and I understand that my body's not my own, but I'm bought with a price and that price was your blood 
blood that was shed on Calvary. Amen. Hallelujah. How many of you know that going beyond the veil is going to cost you something? Amen. That he's asking us this year to invest more deeply in him and pass that deeply, you know, that for so long, we've been looking at the veil as the protection, and it was a protection in that particular season. It was a protection during that time period. It was a protection during the time of your maturation. It was a protection during the time when you were growing. It was a protection during the time you were learning. It was a protection by the time you were understanding. It was a protection that well, as you continue to develop, then God would put his hand on you, and he hid you. That's why they didn't find you. That's why they didn't know you could do what you can do. This is why they didn't understand what you. I mean, how you move and how you walk and how you do these things. Why? This is why. Because what he had a hand of protection around you. He was loving on you. He was keeping you because he was protecting you for the time just as this. Amen. And now I'm telling you brothers and sisters that God is moving us beyond the veil. Amen. That now no longer how you allowed to sit behind the hedge. Amen. But he told you to go into the highways and the byways and compel them to come. Amen. That means that what? That I'm vulnerable in some aspects but because he has me in heart. That he has me in mind. I'm going beyond the veil. Why? Because I'm desiring to seek him face to face. Amen. It's, the, it's the, the, the job of every believer to seek him face to face, to seek him where he may be found. Amen. That he will find us seeking him. Amen. And, and when we go in forth and we're seeking him, then that means we go past that place of protection. Amen. I'm walking by faith and not by sight. It's, see, I know this thing that when I can see my way through. It's one thing. When I know how this is going to work out, it's another thing. But when I don't see my way through and I have to sit there and I have to feel my way through and I have to every day like it's my last day, man. I have to live every day like it's going forward on today. I have to live every day like, Lord, am I going to wake up and I'm going to see tomorrow? Lord, am I going to go forward in this job? Lord, is my children going to be all right? Is my health going to be okay? Is my job going to be okay? Lord, is the church going to be okay? You asking yourself all these questions and you asking yourself these things, amen. But I'm here to tell you today that we are to step beyond the veil because now as we step into the beyond the veil then we become in the place of the most holy of the holy amen that then now we become one accord with him amen and now we understand that I'm not my own that I've been bought with a price and that price was his blood that was shed on Calvary that, that price was a tremendous price that he paid for me to be able to walk the walk and talk the talk and that he will protect me. Oh, come on, somebody. Are y'all with me? We're talking about going beyond the veil on this morning. The second thing that he wants us to understand is separation. Oh, come on, somebody. Say separation. I know some of you. You find yourself in a place right now that you feel like you've been more lonely, lonely than you ever been before. You got people around you. You got people cheering your name. You got people going forward, but you feel yourself lonely. But God, there's, there's a place of separation become before elevation. Oh, come on, somebody. Because, see, God allows you to be separated so that way he can build you and mold you so that you, what you'll know that when you got there that you did not get there by your own, that you didn't get there with something that you did, amen. But sometimes he pulls you out there. He'll pulls you out of that the muck and the mire of the clay and now where as you going beyond that veil because what you're going somewhere that nobody else would go because now that separation means death if you notice here in Hebrew when they said that when they got to a place they came in with sprinkled with the well with the blood of Christ why because that veil of Christ what because no flesh could glory in his sight but if I go in with the veil of Christ who is now perfect amen who has lived a perfect life who is worthy who can speak face to face to his father but what I do is I embody him and I see him and as I go up under his 
his veil and as I go up under his power and I go into his anointing, I go into his spirit, I go into his love, then what now I'm able to go through, not that I'm worthy, but I get to be worthy because he's worthy. He qualified me. He qualifies the call. So now you got to understand, brothers and sisters, that it's time for us to go beyond the veil. Mm. Why are we to go beyond the veil? Because when he's empowered us to go beyond the veil. And then it's going beyond this veil, meaning that, yes, you're going to be separated sometimes. Yes, you're going to be lonely sometimes. Yes, you're going to do some things that, that seem like uncharacteristic to other people. Amen. But you know, you're right in God's time and you're right in God's order. And I'm here to tell you today, don't be weary and well doing. To continue to seek, Lord Jesus, and continue to go forward and continue to press going on and going forward to know that what God has not marked, that whatever he may, whatever uh, man saw of that, shall he also reap. So I'm telling you that this is investing season, that what we are to continually invest in each other, amen. We are continuing to invest in the kingdom and God's people and where they are and what they're going through, that you, if you have the ability to help somebody and you don't help them, shame on you, amen. That God opened up your understanding that, you know, realize that it's not about you, but that you are just a willing vessel, amen. So during this time that when we go beyond the veil, it's going to be a separation. Why? Because everybody can't go where you want to go. Everybody's not built for that walk, amen. Everybody is not going to decide to go where you're trying to go, amen. And what I understand is is this, that some of them are only with you as far as you can take them, amen, and then they get to a point that they start to fall off, amen, and you start to wonder, say, well, I feel like I'm by myself, Lord, and, and why am I going this by myself, Lord, and why does it seem like nobody else gets me, oh, God, I'm a misfit here, amen, but I'm here to tell you today that sometimes when God has you in that place, he has to separate you, just like the butterfly that's in the cocoon, that, that butterfly has to fight that fight by himself, that butterfly has to do that, and if one comes and opens its cocoon too early, then the wings are not strong enough to allow it to fly and be able to do the things it need to do when it comes out. Amen. Don't allow anybody to open up your cocoon too early, but that what you go before the face of God, that you seek him. Amen. That what Jesus Christ has already come and since he's died now, he's ripped the veil. So now that you can go to him face to face, but you don't go to him in anything, but you go through him through the power of Jesus Christ. This is why some call us Jesus only. Amen. And I'm glad to be a Jesus only because I know it's in that name that there's power. I know it's in that name there's authority. I know it's in that name there's strength. I I know it's in that name that's truth. I know it's in that name that's glory. I know it's in that name that it's all the authority that I need to go forward to do what I need to do, to go where I need to go, to say what I need to say, to touch who I need to touch and move the way that he desired me to move and go where he tells me to go and, and do all these things. Hallelujah. Beyond the veil. So many God is calling you beyond the veil on this morning. And I don't think it's by circumstance that you're watching this message on today, but it's you that he's talking to. It says, well, it's time for you to go beyond the veil. I've blessed you and I've taken care of you and, and I've told people, you know, you've told people your testimony and some of the things that you've been through, but now you, it's just another level of preparation for where God has wanted to take you. He wants to take you to the next level. It's, a, it's another level in him, amen. And I know you're satisfied with where you are, you're happy where you are, but he said, you know, we are not to be complacent. That what there's another level of anointing that he desires you to have because that's another level of people that he desires you to touch. Oh, come on, somebody. Uh, if you're with me this morning, why don't you say hallelujah? Mm. Now, with this next level of responsibility comes responsibility. Responsibility. What? That I have to be responsible. Amen. That, you know, I think Superman said it like this. He said, with great power comes great responsibility. And now that we're leaving with the realm of protection, amen. And with that protection, I think about it when we talk about that going beyond the veil. When you think about when you got married and, and some of you, you know, the wife comes up and the wife has this veil behind her and they remove the veil. Why is the veil there on her? The veil is there to protect her. It's there to protect her 
chastity is to protect um, who she is until what she comes to a point that she's able to give over to one who's able to take care of her. Oh, come on, somebody. Did y'all catch that? So then when the veil is pulled back, then now the veil is no longer there. There is no longer a separation between that bride and that groom. So now it's now that as that groom goes in to be able to, to kiss her and to be able to protect her and love on her, there's a responsibility that's given there, whether he wants it or not, whether he acknowledges it or not, whether he does it or not. But there is a responsibility that is there, that there's a responsibility that's put on him at that moment in that time. Amen. Because now the veil has been removed. Do you not know that we are what the body of Christ, that we are the bride of Christ? And when he removed the veil, there was a responsibility. There was a responsibility that he took up, amen, that he would take care of you, that you wouldn't have to worry about things and that the things that you have to, the things that you worry about that you shouldn't be worried about. He said, for cash, your cares, for he cares for you. So now you have this veil that's been removed. So now what? Now he's saying that way. He's taking you as his bride, amen, that he's taking you as his wife, amen. And as we are married to the church and we're married to him and we walk out, there's no longer a veil, amen, that we go beyond the veil, that we are to see him face to face, that we are to seek him early in the morning. We are to seek him in the noonday. We are to seek him in the night, amen. We are to seek him all the times and all the day and go forward and know that he has not forgotten us because we're the bridegroom and we're his wife that we want him to be well pleased with us. Amen. For the Bible calls the church that we are the bride of Christ and I'm here to tell you today that the veil has been ripped. The veil has been torn so there is no longer a separation. So now it's time, brothers and sisters, that you don't have to worry about it because you are protected in Christ. Amen. Now you've gone to this point of maturation that you've gone to this point of maturity that he wants you to go to the next level. He wants you to do the next thing. He wants you to let others know that he has not forgotten them. He wants you to know that you can speak things into the existence. And if they were, amen, that you walk in his power and you walk in his grace, that all things work together for the good of them that are called according to the Lord. I mean, good of them that, that love the Lord who are called according to his purpose. And as long as you are in purpose, that God has got you, amen, that you are on a mission. Woo, come on, somebody. I tell people all the time, they're like, well, Pastor, how you like it, Alabama? I say, I love it right now because I'm on a mission. There's something that God has here for me to do. There's a number of things that God has for me to do. And I'll be here as long as he wants me to be here until I get those things done. Or if I don't get them done, then that means what? He'll move me out of the way and he'll put another. Or I will complete that mission and I will move on to the next. Mm, come on, somebody. That God knows what's going down before it goes down. And I've seen time and time again in my life how he's moved me from job situation, from city situation, and from all this stuff before stuff, as they say, hit the fan and stuff comes down. God is a what? Not a respect the person. He will protect you. He will love on you. He will keep you. He will strengthen you. He will open up a door for you. But what you got to do is trust him. The Bible says this, that with one man add one cubit to his height by worrying. See, what I'm finding is that some of us, we worry ourselves to death. We put ourselves in the only grave because of what? I worry, 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 worry. Well, Lord, what about this? And he said, cast your care. And Lord, what about that? He says that I will feed, if I fed the birds, I will feed you. And you said, Lord, what about this? And what about that? Why? Because we have our own ambitions. <laughs> we have our own self-initiative. We have our own things that we have lined up in our head of how the things should go and how they should move. I know I do. 
talk about me. That I know there's some things there, some timing of some things there. Lord, uh, this I should have been here by this point, and maybe I should have been there by that point. But what you don't realize is that what God has a way, He has things working out in your favor, and you'll be exactly where you need to be, exactly where you need to be there, and you will go forth and you do it. All you gotta do is trust His time and continue to do the work in the struggle. Now, one would ask to say, well, why would I need to struggle? See, the struggle is what develops you. See, the Bible says it like this. He said, the violent take it by force. So, what, there's some things that you and I have to do, but what, when we in there and we doing them, then that means what, we have to work through some things. And then working through some things, what God is doing, he's working some things out of me. And he's also working some other things in me. There's some character things that he's working in me while he's removing some of the character issues that I may have. So, by the time that those things have done, by the time those things have occurred, accumulated by the time those things have climaxed then i find myself at the exact place that i need to be doing the exact thing i need to do and moving the exact way that i need to move mm, did y'all catch that that i am exactly where i need to be exactly when i need to do so what there's no delay i know someone said well this is delayed me and that is going to delay me and that's put me in this direction and that will put me in that direction and on the surface that may be true on the surface that seemed that but god has a timing that where that all things just come in place the way they want they supposed to work if you read ecclesiastes it said there's a time and a season for everything and even in all that that god's timing is perfect that his time is to succinct think about this in terms of even you and i that what you and i are the result of perfect timing you would not be here as a human being if it was not for perfect timing mm-hmm the timing of your mother and your father. Your mother had to be ovulating at a certain time. And your father had to be with her at a certain time. And then those eggs had to get together at a certain time. And then they grow. So this is no mistake. Nobody's here by mistake. Everybody who's here is meant to be here. Amen. And there's some work for you to do. And today he's calling us that this year we need to prepare ourselves to go beyond the veil. Why? Because we are the bride of Christ. We have direct access to him. So therefore, I don't have to wait like everybody else. See, that's certain things. Like my wife called, I pick up the phone. Whether I'm feeling good that day, I'm not feeling good, I'm happy with her, I'm not happy with her. I pick up the phone. Why? Because she's my wife. Because I have a responsibility to her. Are y'all with me? See, you don't understand. So when you call on God, we are the bride of Christ. He has a responsibility to us. <laughs> And so therefore, when he picks up, but if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and you're moving and you're falling a little short and it's like, Lord, I did everything I know how to do, Lord, and I did this. This is when he steps in. Just like a good husband, he wants to feel like he, he saved the day sometime. <laughs> right? And this is what the, God, the Bible talks about. No one will what God will share his glory. No one, he won't because he wants to, he wants to save the day sometime. He wants you to tell him how good he is. He wants to tell you how much you love him, amen. Come on, wives. Y'all know what I'm saying. You know if you want to get somebody, your husband, you tell him how good he's been. And you tell him how wonderful he's been and how much of a provider he's been and how gracious he's been and how much you just love him, Lord. You just love him because you love him. Why God is the same way, amen, that we just love him because we love him, not because we're trying to butter him up just to get something. But he does give us stuff and he protects us and he keeps us and he loves on us. And he does it, why? Because he's well pleased with us. Can you say that God is well pleased with you? And here's this, watch this. This is how it all works out. Because if he's well pleased with me, and he's well pleased with you, and we all in this body together, then everybody what he's well pleased with. And if he can be well pleased with everybody, then what that makes him even more pleasing. And we he's trying to do better by us, and we're trying to do better by him. And he one us one ups us, and we one ups him, and it keeps going back and forth. And it's just things that you can't be God given no matter how 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 hard you try. 
Are y'all with me? So what am I saying today? That God is calling us to go beyond the veil. Going beyond the veil, is there some risk involved? Absolutely, because the protection of the old is gone. But what you find was protection in one season can also be what? A hindrance in another. And I'm here to tell you today, brothers and sisters, that you have gotten to the point in the maturation and to the point that what you no longer need that cocoon. It's time for you to fly. And the longer you stay in that cocoon, what was once strengthening you, will now weaken you. Oh, come on, somebody. Did y'all get that? And I almost had to learn this with the hard way myself. That once what once was strengthening you will at some point weaken you. Think about it in terms of vitamins and stuff. If you get too much of a good thing, it will make you sick. If you get too little of it, it'll make you sick. See, God is just God. He talks about what? Everything in moderation. So now what? You have grown to maturity. Where you are is no longer holding you. Where you are is no longer keeping you grounded there. Where you are is that way. He's pushing you to the next level. And that next level is to go beyond the veil. And but to go beyond the veil requires another level of commitment from you. Because going beyond the veil means that you're not going to have that protection anymore. But there's a new protection he's giving you. But he's giving you that within what? The realm of that. So that you can grow to your full potential. The other thing, there's a separation that everybody's not going to go with you. You're going to be disappointed because some of the people you wanted to go with you, you're going to die for you to go for you. you just be like, please, please, please. They don't want to go. So therefore, there's a decision that has to be made by you. Am I willing to go by myself? Are you willing to go by yourself? That's the decision one must make. Then what, after all of that, is that what I have a responsibility. At the end of the day, all that he's done for me, all that he's opened up for me, all the things he's blessed me with, that I have a responsibility. You have a responsibility. We have a responsibility. Because some of us, we're the, some, we are, we're the only Bible that some people are going to see. They reading you, they watching you, they see how you taking care of yourself. They watch how you deal with people, they watch what you say, they watch how you move, they watch how you talk. They watch how you carry yourself, they watch how you do everything. And it's uncomfortable. I get it. You feel like a goldfish in a bowl. And everybody's watching you. But I'm telling you that you embrace that as an overcomer. That no, even in that, God is giving you protection. And he's not going to allow you to fall. No, 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 no. He's not going to allow you to fall. Why? Because if you fail, then that puts him in a place. But he's no failure. And you won't be either. God bless you all on this morning. I hope that this message has found you where you are. That you are to push beyond the veil. Beyond the veil, there is grace. Beyond the veil, there is purity. Beyond the veil, there's love, there's power, there's strength, and there's freedom. And what you will find as you go beyond the veil more and more, that God trusts you more and more with freedom. And freedom is a critical thing. Because freedom allows more choice. Which means he's trusting you to make the right choices. And it's not always, it's not easy. You ponder over these choices. You pray over these choices because you know that some of the choices you make or some of the things that you decide will, can, will, could affect people's lives for ages or their family lives for a long time. So you don't take this lightly. Oh, no, 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 you don't. 
But know this, that he has got you, he's holding you, and he's tore the veil so that you can come to him and ask him directly. Lord, what must I do? Lord, what shall I do? Lord, how do I move in this? How do I walk in this? Show me where to go and where not to go. What to do and where not to do. What to say and where not to say. How to move and how to talk and how to walk in this. Hallelujah. Thank you. God bless you all today. I love you all. I give God honor and thanks for you all. I ask on this day as we move forward in this, let us pray. We pray for the offering also. Um, bringing all the tithe into the storehouse. Just tremendous, tremendous time on last week that God just put in position. Over $10,000 were given through the Safe House Church. Amen. As we did in-reach and outreach. Amen. Bless some of the members on the outside. Amen. I mean, on the inside of the church. Amen. Then bless the Lord, those who God has sent us to be able to be a blessing to during this holiday season. Amen. And we ask that you be a part of this. God is not marked. You can be a part wherever you are, whether that's in your home. Amen. You can be a part of the Safe House Church. The doors of the church open. We don't have any. I don't have any doors. Amen. They're his doors. I'm just a what? A custodian of his resources. Let's pray. Oh, Lord, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we come to you this morning, Lord. We want to say we thank you. We thank you, Lord, on this day as we move beyond the veil. Beyond the veil, Lord, of our understanding, beyond the veil of our protection. Lord, you to know that, Lord, even in that separation, oh God, Lord, that you have love, Lord, that you have power, you have strength, oh God, that we learn to take the responsibility of that to the next level. And Lord, to know, Lord, that you have us, oh God, that you're keeping us and that you love on us. And Lord, we just thank you for all that you've done and all that you continue to do for your people, oh God. Love on them, bless them, oh God, keep them, oh God. Forgive us, Lord, for all our sins, those known and unknown to us. Strength us and keep us in love on us. We ask you all these things to others. Now, Lord, we ask that you bless those, Lord Jesus, who give, oh God. Bless them some a hundred, some a thousand fold, oh God. Lord Jesus, Lord, let them give, Lord, into them. Lord Jesus, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, Lord Jesus, that men will continually give unto their bosom. Now, Lord, we thank you for that. Lord, we love you, and we praise your name. And we give your name all the honor and all the praise, Lord Jesus, the glory and the power, Lord. For it's yours and yours alone, for we dare not touch that glory. But in all thy ways, we acknowledge you and you so that you would direct thy path. We ask you to thank God in the powerful name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we ask, amen. For we know this one thing and we know this to be true, that we walk by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah. So if you were, if this has been a good word to you on today, if God has touched your heart, I ask that you help us continue to send that word around the world in form of tithe and offering. Amen. That God has blessed us here at the Safe House Church, and we do electronic giving. You can give here to the Safe House Church at offering at safehousechurchgso.com. Um, that's for Zale. Again, that's Zale. That's offering at safehousechurchgso.com. Or you can do the um, cash out. This dollar sign, Safe House Church, GSO. Again, it's dollar sign, Safe House Church, GSO. Or you can do PayPal, paypal.me forward slash ministry 8. Again, it's paypal.me forward slash ministry 8. Or you can go old school. We call write a check or money order to Find and Fish Ministries, P.O. Box 862, Summerfield, North Carolina, 27358. Again, it's Find and Fish Ministries, P.O. Box 862, Summerfield, North Carolina, 27358. Some of um, 27358. Safe House Church is a non profit organization and we do give tax receipts.
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Are you happy in Jesus this morning? Hallelujah. I hope that you found this message to be a blessing to you on today. I want you to know that you got to continue to push. This is not the place. This is not the hill that you die on. This is not the place that you stop. But there's a place beyond the veil that God wants you to go. Why? Because he has you set up. And there's some work that he needs you to do that he's distinctly called you to do because of the gifts and the talents that he's put in you that the world needs to see. And they need to see it in the form of a believer. So God bless you all. I love you all. I'm Lord's will will be with you all on Wednesday for Bible study. Um, hopefully everything will work out for that. And then we'll go forward from there. Then on next, uh, we'll see you again on the next Sunday. Remember, Monday through Friday, we do have our prayer. We will be praying every morning at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. God bless you all. I love you all. You all take care. Have a tremendous rest of the Sunday. Spend time with your families. Love on one another. And be blessed. God bless you. Love you. Bye-bye.